Welcome to Always Andersonville, the podcast. I'm Laura. I'm Sarah. Today we are joined by Richard Price of Alamo Shoes. Alamo Shoes has been providing a soulful experience to shoe shoppers since 1971. Their wide selection of shoes for the whole family, combined with their dedicated sales staff, ensure that everyone will leave happy with a great pair of comfortable footwear. Located at 5321 North Clark, be sure to take advantage of their free parking in the lot across the street. Welcome, Richard. How are you today? Awesome. I'm glad you're here. Well, we are glad to be here. We are on site at Alamo Shoes, which is very exciting. And we love to start these episodes by you telling us a little bit about yourself and your background and how you got involved in this business. Uh, How I got involved in the business, it's a family shoe store. And uh, my parents have been in the shoe business my whole life. So a shoe store was always my playground. Uh, Instead of having play dates, I would go to the shoe store uh, with my parents, we had stores throughout the city of Chicago, uh, Humboldt Park before it was hip Humboldt Park, uh, 22nd in California, uh, 18th in Polina before Pilsen Park was hip Pilsen Park, uh, Logan Square. So I pretty much grew up in a shoe store, always around uh, the business. Um, graduated University of Iowa. I've got an MBA from uh, University of Illinois, Chicago. I've got three kids. um, Well, adult kids. Great. And how long has your family been in the Chicago area? Well, my mother was born here and my father immigrated from Poland in the late 1940s. Uh, So my family's been here for at least 70 years. And as we said in our intro, Alamo Shoes was founded in 1971 by your father and has stayed in the family ever since. Can you explain the importance of being a family-owned business? Well, there's a couple of perspectives. Uh, From my perspective, uh, I get to be with my family every day where probably most of our listeners go up to work, see their families on a Tuesday or a Sunday evening dinner. Uh, It's... Not 24-7, but as close to 24-7 as you can have it. So there's a positive to being around family 24-7. And then there's, of course, the drawbacks that we all know about um, being with family 24-7. But there's more positives, of course, than negatives to being with family because it's it's family. Uh, So it's very, very important. Um, Being in a family business, there's more passion. There's more heart. We really work with our heart. And hard to verbalize what that means to us, but um, those of you uh, who put in the extra effort, have passion, uh, know exactly what I what I'm, I'm I mean. And going back to like the genesis of Alamo Shoes and um, your parents, Saul and Harriet, opening the business, do you do you know like why shoes? Is there a story behind deciding to start? A business in the shoe so my, business? My mother's father, my grandfather, uh, when he came to the United States, uh, he was a puller on Maxwell Street. Not the Maxwell Street we see today, but the uh, old Maxwell Street that you'd have to Google and look at pictures. So a puller was somebody who would pull people into their store physically, verbally, grab them and get them into the store. So my grandfather opened up a shoe store on Maxwell Street um, in a basement. Uh, and then... When my father met my mother, um, my father had already been working at uh, some shoe stores throughout Chicago. Um, 
while my father's a brilliant person, never uh, went to college, uh, but I have to emphasize his brilliance. Um, so he had worked as a shoe salesman at shoe stores and felt that if he was going to work as hard as he did, then he should have his own business. So that was the genesis. Uh, he began partnering with people and uh, opening up stores or buying stores because way back when there used to be a shoe store virtually every corner. Uh, if you think of uh, Lawrence and Broadway area, there were literally five shoe stores in the 70s underneath the L tracks at Lawrence and Broadway. Uh, amazing. Um, so he would partner with people and uh, then my father realized that he didn't need partners. So he bought out his partners and went off on his own and uh, opened up a shoe store on Chicago Avenue uh, when it wasn't hip Ukrainian village uh, called Alamo Shoes, and the name has stuck ever since. And the building of Alamo Shoes used to be a department store. Can you talk about how you went about choosing this location and how it has changed since becoming Alamo wow. Shoes? Wow, my, my, my mother and father tell an interesting story about uh, buying Friedman's department store um, from dealing with the real estate agent who uh, wouldn't accept their offer to my mother literally calling up Mr. Friedman and verbally giving Mr. Friedman the offer and Mr. Friedman accepting the offer. And then my parents going for a loan across the street at what I believe was Community Bank of Edgewater. Um, and they would not, I don't get anybody in trouble, but I believe it was across the street, not U.S. Bank, of course, but they wouldn't give my parents a loan for the, they would not give my parents a loan for the building because they thought that the neighborhood was not a good neighborhood for a building mortgage. Uh, in hindsight, of course, uh, uh, the banker at the time was completely wrong. And uh, my father just has amazing, I don't think my father would call it vision. Um, I don't think that's in a vernacular to use, um, but he has tremendous vision. Well, things have obviously changed over the years, and just recently, Alamo Shoes went through a large renovation of the space and um, also the exterior of the storefront. Can you talk about that experience and some of your vision in that renovation and also some of the new features in the store? So the renovation was long coming. We've done a couple major renovations. Our first one was in the mid-80s, and uh, we had a manager at the time, and my dad said, that we we're going to double our business. And our manager at the time thought he was nuts. And uh, we expanded because we couldn't afford to occupy the full building here in the early 80s, late 70s. Um, my father, the vision that we could afford to uh, uh, occupy the entire building. So we expanded out to the full width of the building. We had rented half the building to a, a tenant and our business doubled. Um, and we've had some other renovations throughout the years, um, but the store needed updating for pride. We talk about family business. A lot of the impetus, uh, motivation for renovating was pride, not so much to increase business, um, or to maximize profits. Uh, it was really to have the store look better. This is I don't even call it my second home. It's my home. I have two homes. I have my house I live in, and I have uh, Alamo Shoes. And uh, this is my home, and I pride is, uh, I would have to say, the, the, the chief motivating factor 
Um, of course, customer experience, better displays, better flooring, more efficient lighting, better ventilation, better insulation, you know, all those check marks that one would think of, but pride uh, of ownership and, and being in the community. Well, we all feel here in the neighborhood that it's been a beautiful renovation and transformation. Um, I know a lot of us have brought our kids um, here for their first shoes. So so it's nice that it's still here and, and it looks great. Well, fashion trends can change quickly, which often includes footwear. How does Alamo handle shifting trends and what can people expect from your inventory? That's a good question. Um, my wife has involved Wendy. Uh, being here in this store daily, um, we're not even recording right now in an office because I don't have an office. And I say that with pride. Um, I don't sit in an office and spend six hours a day uh, in front of a computer monitor. I'm on the floor. When you come in the store, probably about an 85% chance you're going to see me on the floor. Uh, yes, I do spend some time in the back, but uh, I'm out on the floor. I listen I'm always listening. Uh, I always joke to myself, uh, if I ever met the president, uh, I would first look at his shoes. Um, when Sarah walked in this morning, I looked at her naots. Um, <laughs> I'm not even looking at Sarah right now, but I know that she's wearing a pair of black naots. So I, I, I like when I'm out, I'm always looking. I know it sounds goofy, uh, but I'm always looking at people's feet, uh, which comes back in full circle and answers your question. How do I pick up on trends? I'm constantly listening. I'm constantly looking. Uh, I like shopping other stores. If I go on vacation, I go to the shoe stores. If I go to Madison, Wisconsin, I go to the shoe store in Madison, Wisconsin. If I go to Champaign, I go to the shoe store. If I'm in Scottsdale, I go to the shoe stores. And I, I, I try to keep a, a wide open. I also, being on the floor, when I miss a call, when a customer calls me about a brand or comes in and asks about a brand, my ears are wide opening, wide open. Uh, I like constructive criticism. I like basically any type of criticism because if it can help me um, be a better buyer, then that's what it's really all about. And what would you say is your most popular shoe here at Alamo? Comfort, travel, casual, shoes that you're going to wear 97% of the time. I think those are the types of shoes you'll, you'll find here. Brands will include, of course, Merrill, Echo, Dansko, Keen, Rockport, Clarks. Uh, same with kids' brands. Uh, you're going to find comfort brands that you're going to be wearing a vast majority of the time. The 1% shoes in your closet that you only pull out of your closet one time a year for a black tie event might be a weakness here, uh, especially on the ladies' side. But uh, being comfortable, uh, also having a variety of sizes and widths to make you comfortable uh, is also very important. Well, the naots that I'm wearing, I don't know, I've like mispronounced that now. Naots, I believe. Naots, okay. <laughs> I bought them last year before Midsummer Fest and can, can only say the best things about these shoes because they've gotten me through like Midsummer Fest, but also hiking and chasing children. So... And speaking of fit, your website states that people can go almost all of their lives wearing the wrong size and width of shoe. So can you speak to what makes finding the right shoe so difficult and what difference can you expect from a well-fitted shoe? It's an interesting question because it takes us first full circle again back to uh, online. With online purchasing growing and not slowing down, a lot of people will 
I'm a ten and a half. Really, you're a nine and a half extra wide, but you're not. You haven't been fitted. So what you do is, in order to compensate for your triple E width, your wide width, you go up a half a size. You go up a full size to compensate. Um, so coming in the store, getting fitted, getting measured, a little bit old school. I think the saying is, "Old school is the best school." Getting fit, getting measured, uh, having the right size on uh, makes for a better fit. Well, Alamo Shoes will be participating in the Andersonville Summer Sidewalk yes. Sale this weekend. Can you share any special deals that will be happening? And what do you enjoy most about Sidewalk Sale weekend? So I do. I have to admit, I do very little strategic planning uh, throughout the year. And Sidewalk Sale, I can tell you, is probably the one time a year where I actually focus, uh, strategically plan, uh, prepare, implement, uh, all those management skills that I think I have or might have. Uh, well, you got event. in your NBA from <laughs> UIC, so you're totally qualified. <laughs> Thank you. Um, we actually have real meetings and sit down and, and talk about value and, uh, and, and, and what we want to do for the sidewalk sale. I would say it's our biggest event of the year, and we focus on value um, because we know that the Andersonville Chamber does an awesome job bringing people in and communicating the event. Um, specific to sidewalk sale, you know, my men's shoes, uh, I pull out some of my best brands, uh, for three for 95, probably hundred, hundred twenty dollars. Most shoes are 95 to 120 bucks and we sell them for 35, three for 95. Uh, my ladies racks, uh, with my Clarks and, uh, Merrill's Keens, uh, a lot of really, really good brands. Uh, my ladies racks will be 35 for the first pair, 30 for the second pair, 25 for the third pair. Uh, I take my last season's kid shoes um, and I put them for 15, two for 25, which is ridiculously priced. But uh, it gives us an opportunity overall for sidewalk sale, not just in kids, but overall for sidewalk sale, um, giving away the, I'm going to, I hate to call it giving away, but giving away the product. Uh, gives an opportunity to bring in fresh merchandise. So uh, it gives us more real estate in the store uh, for me to buy new stuff. And you start actually on Thursday of this week, correct? What will your hours be on Thursday? Uh, I'm going to correct you. I start the work. Uh, I've already started the work today. <laughs> so I started, we, we start our preparation probably today. Um, but yes, Thursday, my uh, hours will be 9 to 8, Friday 9 to 8. Saturday, 9 to 6, Sunday, 10 to 6. So you're one of the first stores open for the weekend. Absolutely. Absolutely. I take it very easy those four or five days, no late nights, wake up early, get here early. Um, kind of have to change my lifestyle just because it's it's four really long days. Well, Richard, we can't thank you and Harriet and Saul enough for the contributions you've made to Andersonville over many, many years from... Uh, generously donating the parking lot space during Midsummer Fest to um, being so, so participatory during the sidewalk sale and sending us tons of free drink promotions. Um, we always like to end our episodes by asking you if you had to choose one Andersonville business, and it can be over your many years here in the neighborhood, um, that you would like to trade places with for one day, which Andersonville business would you choose and why? Probably Augie's. Oh, good choice. <laughs> Tell I miss everybody it. a bit about Augie's if listeners are new. I miss I miss the twi I grew up 
as I told you from the beginning, uh, I grew up here, and uh, the Twin Burger Deluxe was my uh, meal of choice. Probably five out of the seven days I might be here. <laughs> so we miss Augie's. Uh, Andersonville really needs, and I know Sarah's sitting next to me, and, and her head's probably buzzing right now, but Anderson really needs an Augie's-type restaurant of value, quality, where you're not paying $17 for lunch <laughs> and $36 for dinner. And you can go for breakfast also. So we miss Augie's. And Richard, you mentioned your children earlier. How old are they, and have they had a fun time being around the shoe business? So I've got three kids. Uh, my oldest just graduated University of Illinois. My middle son uh, will be a senior at University of Illinois, and I've got a sophomore at Syracuse. Um, they've always sidewalk sale. They know they're responsible. They have to come in and help for sidewalk sale. Uh, they'll come in and cashier once in a while uh, and, and hang in the store. Well, thank you, Richard, for joining us today. And thank you for listening to Always Andersonville, the podcast. For more information about Alamo Shoes, please visit alamoshoes.com. Show notes on today's episode can be found at andersonville.org. Always Andersonville, the podcast, is produced by the Andersonville Chamber of Commerce. Find episodes streaming weekly on iTunes and Podbean with show notes available at andersonville.org. This episode is brought to you by new locally owned and operated Pearl Vision on Clark and Lawrence. Schedule an eye exam today with their qualified team to ensure you're seeing your best and shop their large assortment of designer frames. Get started by visiting their website short link at bit.ly, that's B-I-T dot L-Y backslash Pearl Vision Andersonville or call 773-897-0800.